All right, here we go. We ready? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to M Vibes Podcast. Home of good music, good libations, and good vibes. All right, here we are back at Tommy's Pub. Home sweet home. Yep. Yeah. For uh, season three, episode three. 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 Yeah. All right. You have to think about that one. Every time we think, <laughs> it, was a, it was a strange pause for a second. One? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three, three. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll start with uh, our special guest, Jeremy. What, yeah. are, you dr- what are you drinking? Uh, I'm enjoying a uh, Miller High Life. The champagne of beer. <laughs> champagne of beer. You beat me to I it. I will tell you this. Interesting enough, before you go into it, that was my first beer ever. And that's soul oh, food. That's soul food for me. That My dad used to drink yeah. that shit. Remember the little ampule, little tiny ampule bottle looking mm-hmm. ones? Yeah. That was the first beer I ever had in my life. It's a delightful treat. It's yeah. Best and, ever. and in our troubleshooting session, Jeremy already killed his whiskey. So uh, yeah, it was oh, rum. Shit. Actually, I'm a rum guy. Oh, rum oh, guy. There. Shit, I didn't <laughs> know that. Spice rum, based Uh-oh. on the color. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right, Eric. What are you drinking? I'm drinking home sweet home. Hell yeah, not uh, Magners this time. So, okay. however, Magners will be next probably. Uh, and a, uh, a uh, double helping of my friend Jamo. Mm-hmm. He's For my the buddy. Pro uh i was drinking uh claw hammer by highland which is a um Oktoberfest beer um really good stuff uh but i've had it over the years and right now i'm home sweep home with uh hop drop and roll it's a good one yeah and i did also kill my uh, i miss that beer so uh, fucking much hop drop hop drop yeah that was the last beer you had before you were diagnosed with uh uh no actually the last beer i had was um they had just brought out their Girl Scout cookie oh, beers. Oh, yeah. Those and it was good. the uh, yeah. Samoa Blonde yeah. Ale. They did really like, do a good job with that shit. Yeah. 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 I was those like, were, those I were found out they had called me while I was at Nora Brewing and told me I had celiac. I'm oh, like, no. I was <laughs> like, well, one more beer, boys. That's it. <laughs> It's like I'm, I'm gonna shit this one yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, well down enjoy the it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did kill my uh, basil hating earlier. So yeah, yeah. So I'm. Uh, but Kate just I, walked by, so I might get another one. Yeah, here, so. probably not. <laughs> uh, another another Noda beer that we have here is Big Slurp. Do you want me to read that Juicy for you, man? Imperial IPA. <laughs> but slurp slurp is an acronym. That, slurp. Uh, Chad explained to me, but now I can't read. So look, look, I'm pretending over here like like I held them old man. I'm gonna have to put my glasses, glasses down. Yeah. I'm blind as fuck, too. It it's says so superior lupulin utilization research project slurp. <laughs> there now, you go. Again, I had an acronym for an X that was also slurp. Did not stand for any of that. Um, uh, this thing says this juicy imperial IPA uses this unique flavor concept from hops, hops in the mash as the foundation of an amazing citrus hop ride. Big Slurp is hopped with Galaxy Cascade, Equinot, and Centennial hops, and is infused with tangerine zest and orange zest. Oh, okay. There you go. That that sounds good. A lot of uh, adjectives. So we um. We're missing somebody today. No, we're not. Oh, yeah, we're true. actually missing two people today. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, the intern's not here. The intern's not here. <laughs> yeah. She's fired. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I was also going to add that, uh, you know, Chad gave me like a 30 minute dissertation on his making of this beer when it was released. But is it that good? What he brought out that. I mean, for a hazy, it's. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I mean, a juicy imperial. How many times you get a juicy imperial? I never do. So I have a hazy, <laughs> I have a hazy gluten free beer. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I also have uh, a not well. It is Heaven Hills, but it's not Heaven Hills. It's their cheapest sipping whiskey. So yeah, Kentucky something. Yeah, I need to like. It's got a horse on the bottle. Step up my game with whiskey. I know I drink Jameson all the time, but I want to. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like craft beer. There, you, there's you no, see, there's you, no whiskey shaming here, Eric. Do whatever no, no, the fuck no, you no, want. No, but don't I mean, mess with the hits. But I mean, you start out with like Budweiser and you yeah. move up. So I mean, yeah. I next. Well, I mean, I introduced you to uh, the Black Barrel, and we drank 
All of it. Last time we came over, <laughs> we killed a whole fifth of the black barrel. That yeah, shit, we did. That shit's so damn good. It is it's so, so good. smooth, though. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, so next, I'll have to introduce you to uh, Red Breast. Yes, sir. I like breasts of all types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Hooters for the wings. Yeah. <laughs> they are good wings. Uh, but yes, uh, Amanda and the inter- intern could not join us today. Yeah, um, Amanda's working, the, making beer. The intern, I don't know what the intern's doing, but she'll be back at some point. Uh, Eventually. But, yeah. <clears throat> so today, actually, we have an interview uh, with a great um, artist. I've been um, you know, listening to a lot of his stuff lately and the collaborations that he does. Um, so I'm really excited um, to have uh, uh, Jeremy Ryan, other known as Jeremy Radio, yeah, uh, on the show today. So we're gonna uh, kind of get to know a little bit of what you're doing and kind of you know the history here in Charlotte because we love our Charlotte music. So the first thing I want to ask you though is Jeremy Radio. What's what's up with yeah. that? Okay, uh, yeah. So it, it's. Um, I was in a band for most of my twenties called Public Radio. Oh, like an indie electronic, uh, you know, early two thousands. Everybody was trying to be Postal Service, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't immune to that. <laughs> but, Nobody was. Uh, you know, I grew up on punk rock though, and there was a whole thing of somebody in the band had to have some part of the band name as their last name. You know, yeah. And so somebody called me Jeremy Radio one time uh, in reference to that, and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> so, it works. Yeah, yeah I did. Then I just haven't uh, changed it. You know, since as far as social media but also i just kind of think it's cool it does uh, right well, my real last name is smith which is not that cool so uh <laughs> you know we'll be goldberg's not Irish? a real name <laughs> uh, I actually, either is him, uh engelbert humperdinck which we discussed <laughs> last we week. talked about it last week yeah that's not his real name that's a bold move for a fake name <laughs> humperdinck yeah I, st- I still gotta watch that uh, <laughs> so the 88 so i'm gonna this is the second episode back to back we're gonna bring eddie insert in that uh-huh. show where he talks about like a Five minute skit of how Engelbert Hunperdink came up with that name. That's not his name. Sounds like Albert something or other. Wow. And uh, I just assumed it was an awful, you know, God given name. No, I think it's Albert Smith. <laughs> That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's my Whoopi Goldberg is uh, Jeremy Radio. What, what's Whoopi's real name? Uh, I don't know. It's probably, I think it's Albert Smith also. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all Albert Smith. I'm gonna stick with that. Um, so yeah, so I mean, again, great to have you. Yeah, it's good to be here with you guys. I'm really, really, really psyched. We uh, we drank alongside you a lot here. Yeah, so, a lot, yeah. 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 This so, is, yeah. Tommy's is my cheers. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I, you guys did a ska podcast, so, like and so I checked that out and that was cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if we could just talk about ska instead of me today, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we do talk yeah. about ska a lot. We talk, <laughs> yeah. Ska's I our, only talk about ska a lot. Yeah. Um, Tommy's having a ska weekend here soon. Uh, is We're having a ska weekend with Tommy's. With Tommy's. Yes. Yes. Thing. And, uh, thing. Before I die, I will be in a ska band. If you guys want to put one together, let me know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, we'll, we'll send you something to put down a track. Yeah, should be some demos. Yeah. <laughs> So are you are you a native Charlottesian? You're from the area? I grew up Damn in- it, beat me to it. Fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> the one question he had. So where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up an hour and a half away in Hartsville, South Carolina. Um, which is famously exactly in between Charlotte and Myrtle Beach. That's mm. what uh, we were known for. Um, and I moved to Charlotte twenty years ago. And have been here more or less since. Holy fuck. So I technically have been here. Both of us have been here longer yeah. than you have. Oh, well. yeah, I've, yeah, I've been here 26 years now. Yeah. Are either of y'all natives, though? No. Okay. No. Yeah, that's, a rare, I, yeah, that's a rare unicorn. I was like, okay, fuck that shit. After 20 years, you're a native. I've heard that several times. They're like, oh, how, how long you been here? I'm like, 25 years. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're native. No, yeah. all right, exactly. I'm like, when I, I go back I don't, home I don't when they're think like, that way. you have a... Southern accent. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. When, when, I, moved, no, I, don't. when I moved to Charlotte, this city literally had like two skyscrapers, 10 houses, a yeah. couple of pastures, one cow, and like a thousand churches. Absolutely. Literally. Yeah. That yeah. Was, I mean, that the, was the, um, the a place I... I used to buy porn out of here. Now it's like a, it's like a bakery. It's like a Mexican bakery. I'm like, I'm never buying anything. There's also porn in the building. There's a lot of dough. It's very salty dough in the back room. Yeah, thought it was a church. Now maybe. Well, you know what though? One thing I've always 
well, here as of late, Charlotte's full of churches and CrossFits. Yeah. 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 They're both and, 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 and breweries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the three three religions. Yeah. Actually. So <laughs> how old were you when you moved to Charlotte? I was 18. All right, so it was a conscious decision. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I got a bass when I was 12, and all I ever wanted to do was be in a band and go on tour, because punk bands, everyone had a song about touring, you know, yeah. which I'm a big fan of still. Um, but uh, so that to me was, uh, you. I got a bass when I was 12. I got the Descendants, the Ramones, and it was yeah. like, the goal is go on tour. It changes your life though. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for me, I knew like eventually like Harsel's actually a pretty cool little town, but I knew I probably wasn't going to maybe get a band together. It was right. going to hit the road. So like it was immediate, like as soon as I'm old enough, I'm moving to a bigger city. So wait, how'd you find them in the town you were in though? Cause there's no Spotify yeah. or yeah. YouTube how did you get then? turned yeah. into punk in, uh, in such a small town in uh, the South? A cool, I got into skateboarding. Uh, so my parents sent me to a, a Christian school to keep me from uh-huh. uh, bad influences. We talked about this earlier. Oh, yeah. this is good. This, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and well, it turns out the Christian school they sent me to was all the kids that got kicked out of all the public schools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. It's still a bunch of like, you know, future s- serial killers and criminals. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> but the first day there, I met some skateboarders, and they gave me Punkorama Volume Two. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. Superb. Whatever so, Diddy wants is on that one, right? Whatever yes, Diddy wants yes. is on that one. Absolutely. Uh, but the opening track is Coffee Mug by Descendants, which is yeah, my yeah. favorite band of the day. Yeah. So I was 11, 12 maybe, and um, I was, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Green Day was out. And I was kind of digging into that, yeah. and like great bass playing on Dookie and Insomniac, and. But then when I heard Descendants, it was like, you could write a song about anything. Like, right. They just wrote a 30-second song about coffee to open up this yeah. compilation, which is... Coffee mug! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant song. And so that's... I got a bass for Christmas that year and started a band right after, and we were awful, but it was great. Um, so, yeah, that's how I got into it, though. Was, uh, cool. Skateboarder's older cousin gave us some epitaph It's funny because a lot of people... like I, I grew up in a third-world country. Okay. And, and the way I got into punk what, was what country? Mexico. Oh, nice. I... Because I was started skateboarding. Yeah, that's literally how totally. I got into punk. And like when we were doing our our individual episodes, uh, you know, we we named three of our favorite music songs ever that turned our life around. Like three songs that, and none of the songs that I picked were punk. And you made a comment yeah. on, "Wow, no punk," and I was, because punk was always home. Like punk, mm, punk right. had no big reveal. Punk was always there. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, I fell in love with punk because I heard that. No, it was like everybody I hung out with was just punk so that sure. was just everything outside of punk was new and shiny because punk was just it was, it was it. a lifestyle yeah it right. was a lifestyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a uniform man i never <laughs> i never wore the uniform <laughs> i never wore it well i think when i heard dookie by green day there's so many great like bass intros and you know mm-hmm. killer bass that's why i got into bass but when i heard coffee mug by the descendants i felt like that guitar and just how fast it was, it just like changed my DNA. That was yeah. like a very, yes, I remember yeah. the moment I heard it, you know, and uh, so yeah, that, that was the trajectory it was like, okay, like this school sucks, uh, small town, I'm having a hard time here. I'm like yeah. one of three punk rockers, I'm an alien. And it's like, oh, I'm 18, I can go wherever I want. Like Charlotte seems cool. You know, <laughs> well, it was the biggest one at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Columbia. I grew up going to shows at New Brooklyn Tavern. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's a great little dive yeah. in Columbia, but uh, uh I've been, I've been in Charlotte, for, again, 22 years. I think I've been to Columbia like four times. It's a surprisingly cool, cool town. Uh, I go there for the zoo. That is a good zoo. <laughs> but when I got a driver's license, New Brooklyn Tavern, if it said Punker Ska on the calendar, I was there. Yeah. And so it was a blast. But Columbia, unlike uh, most of the cities around here, has not really progressed since the 90s. I mean, it's, yeah. it's still the it's same great. fucking it's, city yeah. since yeah. the 90s. I feel like Charlotte, if you're not here for a year, you won't recognize it. No, but Columbia right. yeah. has looked the same since I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just couldn't shake the idea of moving to Charlotte. And so that's uh, I did. And. So was uh, this like one of those like Axel Roses you got off the bus with a fucking like, yeah. like spray on your <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Wearing flannel and shit. Or how, how did that happen? I found a flyer with people looking for roommates. Ended up in a house with a guy named Luke who was like, oh, you play drums? I'll play bass. And we uh, were best man in each other's weddings and had toured together for like 10 years nonstop. So it was one of those like very right place, right time, you know, meetings. And uh, the other two guys in the house were really strange. I have a lot of funny stories. 
Uh, but me and Luke moved out and got our own apartment together of like two months later. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, then we just started playing in bands and a year or two later, I was on my first tour. I spent a week circling the country selling merch. So who, who, who was that? Homie? It was who a band you? called Paper Tongues. Holy shit. I know who they are. Yeah. They, made it, they made it big. Yeah, they did. Like they made it big. So um, I want to say. I was already I was still married to my ex. So this had to be 10, 12 years ago. Uh, we were at Common Market on Commonwealth. Uh-huh. And we were hanging out at the back area. Back when you still were allowed to smoke back oh, then. Sure. And uh, we were shit-faced. And these like, guys were just hanging out there. And my then wife and I were just kind of sitting there drinking and whatever we were doing. And we started talking about music. And these guys introduced us to um, a music sharing site called Radio, R-D-I-O. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. what did we start talking? And and we were like, well, we listened to some other whatever the fuck we were subscribed to at the time. It's like, well, yeah, but they don't have us. And like, well, who the fuck are you? We're paper right. tongues. Sure. We're like, I don't know who the fuck. You are, <laughs> but then we heard their music, and I mean, it's 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 poppy stuff, yeah, but it's yeah. really good stuff. Sure. Like, yeah. I, I know exactly who. That, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly who so, that is. Uh, their very first tour, it changed uh, lineups a good bit from this tour to when they were big, but uh, they van tour from california to back to carolina and i was i was the merch man i was home for a week and then i circled the country again playing bass with a band okay so so that was yeah it was great but the first gig was paper tongues yeah selling slinging t-shirts yeah oh you didn't play with them (laughs) no 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 no. okay Uh, they're they're all homies Uh, luke was actually working drums my first roommate uh, with them and um uh, he was like yeah we're going on tour and i was like ah man like you know, I think I'm going to like get hitched soon. I don't know if I can go on a tour. And then this band hit me up to play bass. I'm like, ah, sorry. I don't know. I want to. And then uh, the relationship ended. And so I'm I'm in. Ca- yeah. I'm <laughs> called both. I was like, can I still go? <laughs> so I'd never been out of Carolina. And within two months, it circled the country twice. <laughs> We've heard that one before. Yeah, oh, I mean, hey. How cool is it to be on tour? Is it it's the best? Like it was all I've been dreaming about since I was 12. And I absolutely uh it just got addicted to it immediately it was the best uh like and those were they were hard tours like i had negative 200 dollars in my bank account when we left uh, we were like uh you know getting three flat tires between houston and dallas um sleeping in parking lots sleeping on leather seats with there's no ec in the van leather seats we drove straight from la to dallas from one hall wow which is 25 hours changing drivers the whole time. <laughs> That's part of that uh, PMA, though, right? Yeah, Absolutely. That positive mental attitude, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I, I'd go nuts. I'd be, I'd be I killing would. people. Um, I have friends who played in the Coffee Cats. Oh, yeah. And they talk about touring. Uh, matter of fact, one of them lives is my sister's best friend's husband. And okay. uh, he's like, man, I, I'd stop. I had to stop touring he's like i was i couldn't drink every day right yeah i get it i get why people don't love it but yeah. i have uh and you may have noticed this already i have strong golden retriever energy and <laughs> <laughs> i'm just happy to be wherever i am and i i love it man like i don't care it's like we're hungry we're poor we you know drove 20 hours to play a show and i'm having the time of my life like i, I got addicted to it immediately and i've been except for the COVID lockdowns, that was the only break I've taken Dude, since. COVID but, fucked up everything, man. Yeah. I mean, that, that's interesting for somebody who's just doing merch. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll say yeah. That. <laughs> but in 2019. That's I, awesome. 2019, I did 160 shows, I think. And in 2020, I did three. So it was like just oh, know, yeah. brick wall. But yeah, leading up to that point, it was that's I haven't stopped since, you know, that one, which has been great. Um, so yep. let's let's talk about what you're doing now. What yeah. what's, what's your current band? Um, so I did that band Public Radio for a long time. I mentioned where I got the the cool name from. Um, <laughs> and but we should all be called like first name, last name Imbibes. Yeah, exactly. One of y'all. Somebody has to be <laughs> Amanda Imbibes. Yeah, there you go. That, that sounds I good. Actually, great because yeah, we do fucking drink all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I met a lot of cats through that, that, uh, that band started to fizzle out. And then I started to get a lot of hired gun work because, yeah. um, just made a lot of connections and met a lot of people. And so I would say most of, I'm 38 now. Most of my thirties has been, I'm like the hired gun based guy, but I always have my local band. Cause it's important to me. I love Charlotte so much. I'm an enthusiast. And, um, so 
I usually have a band cook in it right now. It's Thousand Dollar Movie mm -hmm. is the name of the band. So it's instrumental, kind of shoegazy, kind of fugazi, sonic youth. Oh, that's what I was saying you earlier. Called it, yeah. yeah I you said, totally I, called it. I had said, I said, it's kind of like Steve Vibe meets fugazi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. fugazi. Yeah, we've yeah. been listening to it. And yeah, um, yeah I've, I've been vibing to it fucking for the last yeah. several yeah. days. And um, uh, yeah, I, call, I I remember talking to you about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, this is like the greatest shoegaze sort of like thing, yeah. but like with oh, no yeah. vocals whatsoever, right. which is kind of what gives. That, like the vocals is what I like the least about shoegaze. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way. Because uh, <laughs> it's atmospheric as fuck. Right. Like, like yeah. shoegaze is atmospheric as fuck. Right. So. Actually, you know, I think my wife would dig this, man. I need to okay. introduce So, what her are we listening yeah. to right now? Uh, this is Everything Lasts Forever. Uh, about a thousand dollar movie. Yeah. And, and now you had a <laughs> Kickstarter to get this one produced? No. Um, or is that a different one? Yeah, so we just did the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So last week we were actually in the studio doing the new album. And really? um, it's called Give Me a Year. And it's actually a whole like love letter to Charlotte. It's, oh, cool. It's kind of as much of a concept album can be about that's instrumental. Right. <laughs> I mean, Love Supreme by Coltrane was about something, you know? Sure, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. And so I did it as kind of like a. Uh, this, a bunch of the songs are named after neighborhoods in Charlotte or streets mm -hmm. in Charlotte but to me it was kind of about moving to a big city from a small town and that scariness that hopefulness right. that feeling alone you know and was surrounded by people and I wanted to kind of get that as an instrumental album and we did six songs live on the floor and I uh, really stoked on how it turned out uh, so um, two things who else is on the band uh -huh. and why did you decide to go all instrumental on it uh, yeah, so um, we, most of our shows, there's a slightly different lineup because one of the main things, uh, there, I have a funny story where like, our funny thing is if, if you want someone to move out of Charlotte, have them start a band with me. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> or if you want them to get married or pregnant. <laughs> and so we'd get these bands cooking and we're like, you know, I'm helping write the lyrics, the melodies. I'm not a singer though. And we start to cook, and then, uh, you know, someone's moving, someone's this, someone's that. And, right. and, and you know, sometimes you have a band where I don't want to replace this guy, I don't want to do it without him. Um, and so I was finally, after one of the last ones started to slow down, I was like, I'm just going to start a fucking instrumental band. <laughs> and right. that way, uh, uh, and that way, if somebody can't do a gig, I can, if it's one I really want to do, I can still do it. That's yeah, literally it, the approach we took to this podcast. Let's get a bunch yeah. of fucking yeah. hoes so I guess somebody can't do it. <laughs> I, I was going to say, this is not unusual from a lot of uh, bands and artists that we've spoken to. Like, yeah. right. They just, it's, it's a revolving door. Yeah. Totally. Trying, right, so, trying to get the right chemistry so and the right people. That, like, social distortion comes to your town. And the only uh, original member is Mike Ness. Right. Is this still social distortion? You gotta have two bags. Or is it just <laughs> well, Mike I Ness think, singing think, some social distortion uh, songs? Right. A big, a big is, uh, a, a kind of weirder situation is when, like, um, Sepultura came into sure, town. Right, and there yeah. was a single fucking there, member of the band. Nobody's in the band. Yeah. 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 yeah I, Still simple tour. It should right. be a tribute band. Right. Yeah. Now, now that gets weird. Uh, but I would say for the most part, we, I have like the A squad. And right. then if they can't do it, then I. There's so many great musicians in Charlotte. It's there like, are, yes. Like, cool, I can get a guitar player for this one. No, that's the only cat we're missing. But the main lineup is uh, Leonardo Solis, who's in a great local band called Solis. With yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, yeah, big fan. I get to play with them also. Yeah. Um, Zach Looper's guitar man and Dominic Gerald's on drums. And that's like the main guys um, currently. But when it started, it was like a friend in Seattle, Jesse Proctor on drums. And we kind of wrote a lot together. We're just emailing tracks back and forth. So it's kind of had a little evolution, but that's um, the main live lineup and who just did the most recent record. And this. Um, did you say Jesse Proctor? I did, yeah. How do you what? know him? Uh, Drummer man? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? What groups have you been with? Um, John Mark McMillan for a long time. Um, he's a studio guy mostly. 
Uh, he does a lot of publishing, licensing stuff. He actually just did the music for the trailer for the new Lord of the Rings Amazon show. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Probably, okay. Probably, you probably seen it with Greg that, that name really stuck out to me. So yeah. I must have worked with him somewhere along the rock. He does or, like, along the way. Well, you, the band kind of started with me and him like, hey, let's do some cool indie music for some licensing because he's in that world. And he, after we wrote it, he's like, I don't know if this is going to work for that. I'm like, well... I want to start a band with this and play local shows. <laughs> so that's kind of how it kind of got cooking was with Jesse. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, I need a band that if we don't have a singer that is going to quit or move or can't do a show, I can still do a show. Right. So that's what we landed on instrumental really. So what's um, like the near sort of future for, for this project specifically? I know again, yeah. we just talked about it for a play second, but what, what, what are you looking for? Like what, what are we doing? Yeah. So, um, I just, I love, like, to me, uh, I just, I want to play shows as much as possible. Like, that's my main thing in life. I would tour, like, the best thing about touring is you get to play show every night. You can't do that in town unless you're, you know, like, a cover band at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got through some serious up and downs here in Charlotte as far as, like, the music yeah. scene goes. I mean, we had some amazing eras yeah. where, like, you know. Not where the, the best music, music too. Right, but 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 if you look yeah. for it, if, you, look for, if, though, if, if yeah. you really look for it, it local music in, in Charlotte is fucking amazing. I'm with you. Yeah. I fucking love this town, but I, don't, I I love the underbelly of yeah. this town, which is where I no, that's not the underbelly. <laughs> but no, but we had lost a lot of our venues here in town right. that yep. would host so, those yeah. great shows. Yeah, yeah. So so I I, I agree with you. Like the, the the fact that you sort of got inspired by and and did a whole a conceptual yeah. album to Charlotte. I don't care what people say about Charlotte and what Charlotte's becoming. I sure. get it. For the past twenty five yeah. years, it's been a fucking cool town that we've it been is. like. Yeah, up and down, up and down with right. music. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets shitty, but then we kind of dip, like mm-hmm. really, like yeah. deep reach dip down and we find some amazing right. shit. Right. Well, um, and, and people ask me like my friends in Nashville or around the country, like, why are you so hung up on Charlotte? Like what makes it such a great scene? And like, yeah, I can, I can see plenty of criticism for it too. But to me, it's not hard to find a stage. Like right. it's not hard to start a band, right. find right. a stage and like Tommy's where we're at today is like great example. Yep. Like if you're in Nashville, a lot of my homies there, like if you, you book a show, if you don't bring a certain amount of people to cover their bottom line, you have to pay the difference. Yeah. Like you have to pay to play. LA is that way. New York can be that way. Um, not everywhere, but a lot of clubs. And so like, it's so hard to get a band off the ground to like get a venue to give you a shot. It's yeah. so easy in Charlotte yeah. to find a venue that will give you a shot to help you build a crowd. Like spots in Asheville, North Carolina, like, like, yeah, we don't book you until you can bring 200 kids out. I'm like, well, how the hell are you, right. know, you can bring out 200 kids? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they help you nothing with promo, right? right. Like, yeah, like, it's like, it's all you, uh, but you're the venue. You need sales too. Right. <laughs> I do. I do one of these. Uh, but then Charlotte is like, it's so easy to find. I mean, the evening muse was a big one for me. Um, like Joe, uh, Joe's such a like grandfather to the scene here, but like, <laughs> so I live, I live, uh, 10 steps from the muse oh, perfect. and, uh, I fucking love it. Like love the, it. The, 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 the caliber of musicians that they bring there is outstanding. Now it's yeah. not going to be ever like this cacophonous sort of rowdy crowd. No. It's going to be like really amazing singer, songwriter, jazz, blues. Yeah, it's right. really uh, laid back. Acoustic. It's super right. amazing. Yeah. Well, there's so many, that is, some great singer, songwriters. So many, yeah, there's so many bands that went on to get like major yeah, labels. I love the bees. Like or anything in Charlotte that like went on to grow up, like, or get bigger. They, would say their first show, like the Aver Brothers, yeah. one of their first shows was the Evening Muse. Like at yeah. a cl- the clubs around anyway. Like for me, like twenty years old, getting to play there with Public Radio, that band, like it was such a big deal. Like to hear Joe say, like, was another one. Yeah, yeah. I was just really say, I was working panel. off of, I was working at three thirty Tremont Avenue today. And I'm like. That sucks all those condos over there, man. Dude, I'm like, it breaks damn, my heart. I'm that like, was like a CBGB's of the South. It was, was man. Band. I've seen so many great artists. I saw play. some of my favorite bands. I played some of my right. favorite shows ever there. Yes. Like, I mean, that that is Charlotte, though. I yeah. mean, we talk about Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte does not. Um, but, I mean, they do not hold on to history whatsoever. Yeah. They would tear shit down and build something else. In absolutely. Yeah. That is at the, the end of like their, ever evolving. their days. You saw most shows in the fucking cash ball at yeah. Tremont, but yeah. I mean, I've I've seen um, uh, ah, fuck, uh, the greatest surf guitarist of all time, 
Dick I'm Dale. Like, yes. I saw Dick Dale at Tremont and he played the cash ball. I'm like, yeah. why is he not in the main stage? This makes all sense. Yeah, but yeah. Now, like when we were starting to pop off, like public radio did okay by the end. And like we we're maybe bringing in like 300 kids a show, you know? And like, yeah. We finally got to the big stage at Tremont. And it felt like such a big deal to me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like that was a very special night for me. Like growing up going there, you know? For for those who aren't in Charlotte or in the area anymore, the Tremont is just a pile of rubble. Actually, yeah. it's a high rise now. It yeah, is now. Yeah, it's a it's all condos now. now. Um, that was one of the first venues I went to in Charlotte when I came here. Uh, a friend of mine was in a band called Pen One Five. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, they he brought me to that to Tremont. It was the Descendants, Less Than Jake, Guttermouth, and I forget who else was there. And I brought a girlfriend in there. It was a very Christian girl. And I walked in and got her mouth on stage and he's yelling up to somebody on stage. He goes, he goes, I'll drive fuck you up the ass, bitch. Okay, oh, <laughs> well, we gotta write this episode no. now. Okay, then, now we're at E. <laughs> and the girl I was with, she's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, no, no, no hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't leave. It'll be all right. But yeah, I mean, Tremont's the one that that one hurt. Yeah, yeah it did. That yeah, was, yeah, it did. was I mean, like, I mean, oh, oh no. Several hurt. Come on. The double door. Double door was heartbreaking. Double yeah, door double door. I'm glad I got to yep. play there. Um, yeah. I agree. I'm glad Amos is, is open again. But, yeah, it's different, but, but it's, 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 it's different. But it seems it's like different. all the I really like the original. Cover yeah. bands. Right, that's their thing. That's just am I come that was on, a, that was another milestone for us was getting to like do a headlining show at Amos's. We felt like we were biggest band in the world. You yeah, know, like yeah. that was like that was the harder club to get in and it was big, but yeah, now it's mostly like John Bon Jovi covers. Yeah. Uh, who who was on Pit Fifteen? I think I know some of those cats. Ryan Sullivan. Uh was Elijah Mike. Hook? Mike uh I don't know, I forget his last name. There were two two brothers. One was from eight one was from England, but his brother lived here in America. So one had a English accent, and the other one I forget their names. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of some a different. Yeah. No, there, maybe there was another pin- <laughs> penis. Yeah, there so was that Disney movie. The the twins that were separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you yeah it was funny because when I first moved moved down here, Hello, I hands. met I met those guys from Pen One Five, and I went and hung out with them after three years of being sober. Oh, and I went to a pub off of Park Road with them. I New Year's Eve. Sir Edmund Haley's? Yes. <laughs> I, Which has nothing to do with Ireland or any other fucking, you know, like literally it, no. the name. And they that's have, it. They have really good chicken tenders. <laughs> literally. I was in the that, bushes all fucking night puking. <laughs> that's about the only other I'll Irish do, thing I'll, they have no, going on for them. I will never forget. They walked outside and he goes, hey, where the fuck is Eric? And I pop up behind the bushes. And I said, "Here I am." <laughs> yeah, I, I got back in the van with them. We drove back to their place, and I crashed in their van all night, man. That's perfect. <laughs> so, other than your own projects, obviously, uh, yep. you know, you also do a lot of work with uh, John Mark McMillan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you? How did that get started? How, how did you get involved with that? So, that tour I did the month later from. Um, the Paper Tongues merch tour mm-hmm. was playing bass for John Mark McMillan on his first tour. And at the time he was just a local Charlotte cat. Um, first tour, we're in a van. Uh, I don't think he could afford to pay me either. He was, <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah, I can't pay you, but I got this tour. And I'm like, yeah, I get to play bass every day. Cool. Let's go. You know? And, um, and we stayed close. So right after that tour, I started public radio with um, Mark Mathis, the singer. Uh, it was really his band. And, you know, I was, uh, lucky enough to get a play in it but um me and john mark stayed close and when that band fizzled out i sent him a text and said yo let me play bass and he said okay <laughs> and <laughs> that's that usually like, how this works yeah, that was like 2012 everybody needs a bass player if you're yeah. not an asshole you can get gigs it, and, if uh, you don't have a bass player you don't have a band right i mean it's a rhythm <laughs> section and so um some of my best friends have been bass players yeah, yeah. Well, i love the bass we're beautiful people <laughs> and, and, and again without the bass you have nothing no <laughs> and so i love that low end <laughs> so 2012 i jumped back on board with him and um i've been with him pretty full time since so we've toured the world it's been amazing like, so you're still doing it yeah yes yeah. yeah, so we've done like brazil five or six times like australia uk hong kong like circled the i've probably done like 10 u.s tours with them 
um, played on his records. It's really great, man. He's really good to me and uh, I dig his music, but it's very like, I get to be really creative as a bass player, which isn't always the thing when you're right. a hired gun. Cause ultimately that's what I am. It, you know, like it, it's awesome, but it's like his thing and he brings me in and I'm grateful for it. But like, a lot of those guys just want the bass player behind the drum kit in the shadows right. playing like holding down the fort. But like he starts a lot of his songs with just drums and bass. And so it's like, he does. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it's yeah, fun, man. Like, yeah. So I have a lot of room to like, let's try delay and fuzz on a bass. Let's try this weird effect. Let's, you know, so we get to try a lot of really cool stuff. So it's a lot of fun to tour. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, I'll tell you this, um, you know, you and you know, you're with the podcast, and and then we started following kind of, kind of fairly when we started the podcast. So it's been a bit, and I actually had never really heard of his music. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for all, all sort of rock, it's 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 really cool. Yeah. I mean, subject matter is a little different for me, but for sure. But, but musically, yeah, I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, it's a lot stuff. of like, uh, especially with the last like bunch of singles, we were like. Uh, he'll just say like, yeah, I've been listening to like talking heads and David Boy a lot. I'm like, cool. So I like, <laughs> I listen to that stuff all the time. Anyway, but like, like, wait, just so now? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's easy for me. But then I'm like, you know, the whole time I'm like tracking a song. I'm like, cool. Like what would they do on China girl? You know, or like, what? <laughs> and so, yeah, he's like always on some cool trip and it's like really fun for me as the, the rhythm section gets a lot of fun action and right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you're still currently collaborating mm -hmm. yeah. with him yeah yeah he's do you guys um, have anything planned in the near future um uh we leave the 11th for a three-week tour where where are you guys uh, going? hitting the we're hell riding out west like two shows to hit the west coast and then oh. we're going yeah <laughs> so it's gonna be a doozy and then uh all the way up the west coast and then um hell riding back like hitting denver and stuff oh, on the way back fun. yeah so mm. about three and a half weeks would be cool so you also collaborate a lot with one of my favorite sort of regional local uh dream pop Duos uh, Solis. Oh, yeah. Which I yeah. fucking love. Uh, it. I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm, I'm a huge this, fan. This electro pop, power pop, yeah. or it's, it's just amazing fucking music. Yeah, and I, I love, I've been following them forever. And oh, that's awesome. I man. love yeah. them. Um, uh, husband and wife yep, yep. Uh, uh, duo. And um, yeah. So after I listened to um, uh, Thousand Dollar Movie, mm -hmm. I then I was like, oh, yeah, this is Solis now. Because yeah, yeah. fucking happened, you know, it's one of those things where they like, you sit there and you forget about local bands. And I was sure. like, oh my God, I love them so much. And I've been yeah. to so many other shows and shit. Um, so how did you get involved with that? So me and Leo, uh, that band I was in public radio, we did a, we did the whole LA showcase thing for a while for all the majors and played that game, which uh, I got a lot of funny stories out of and it kind of sucked overall. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did it. You know, it was like a punk rocker. So my blood was boiling most of the time. Um, but Leo was an LA cat. Uh, so I met him friend of a friend he came to one of the showcases just to hang out okay. uh to see some charlotte homies and um excuse me and so yeah uh, we kind of met there and then he moved to charlotte shortly after and we kind of just working with the same cats and becoming homies and, don't um, be afraid to burp on okay cool thing. that's oh, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have this there's and burps on the fucking dad doesn't matter do, do whatever you want well it's yeah. really great be you, sir. Be i you. have this uh <laughs> my only personality defect because i'm otherwise perfect is anytime i'm gonna get interviewed for anything i eat and drink the worst things possible all day and i just burp and have heartburn the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that as a <acid> reflux <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, see everybody. Yeah, so yeah. okay, so we're in good company here. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, the seal has been broken. Yeah, <laughs> we started early. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's true. No, he's the last one here. Uh, he was, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> which, is, no which is weird because normally I'm the last one here. But yes. yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so I met Leo around uh, that time, and his band Solis is so great. Uh, if anybody hasn't heard it, check it out. But he. Uh, I didn't play with him for a lot of that time where I was just a fan and we were friends, but then, um, uh, you know, he hit me up to start playing bass for him and we start, he started playing guitar for my bands. So it's been this cool collaborative. We, we we're serial collaborators, uh, big time. They're really good. So the record label that you promote on your Instagram. Yeah. Guy Gantig is. Uh, oh, oh, so four figure records is the label. All right. And then, that's so, like I said, we're serial collaborators. So, me and Leo have uh, a label together called Four Finger Records. Okay. And both of our bands are on it. And we just do Charlotte bands and we throw a lot of shows around town. 
Um, but then we have gigantic recording company as well, which is kind of our, um, we, we, people send us demos. We play every instrument, Leo makes the masters it and you get a finished Wait, song. Did I call it guy, guy, You did call it guy, <laughs> It sounds like, uh, G- Godzilla, Gigan. <laughs> Sorry. I was watching King Kong right, last yeah, night. So I'm kinda, yeah. yeah. Gigantic, like the Pixie song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, or like, um, okay. We're not going there. <laughs> um, so yeah, me and me and Leo from Sillies do uh, everything we possibly can together, and we talk every day. And um, uh, I don't know if, if I'm his son's godfather, but he's my dog's godfather, you probably. Watching or no? <laughs> so so you have both of them, right? So so four finger, four finger is our yeah is our local and, Charlotte label. And what is it? Gigan- Gi- gigantic, gigantic, gigantic. So so you got what, me saying that, so that's why I said. <laughs> so why, so why the two label and how do you? So what's the different projects? Oh like? yeah, so so four finger we started a long time ago uh, because so he had Solis. I had at the time the Rainiers and Thousand Dollar Movie, um, and we we're like we should start a fake record label. So it makes our band seem more legit. <laughs> that's, what we, know, that's, what really. started, that's what we started a podcast. <laughs> and we'll make some merch. It's a fake podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll make some merch and it'll be cool. And But then we're like, you know what? Like you're a producer. I've done the whole DIY music thing since I was 18. Like we could actually do a label. We could help bands out. And we had some younger bands we're homies with that were like, well, let's, let's start a label and we'll work with these guys. We'll show them how to book shows, how to make merch, how to make flyers. And we'll, we did all these residencies at Petra's. At, um, oh, my God. I love Petra's. Oh, me too. It's the best. And, and we do, uh, about once a year, we do a cassette tape compilation of all the bands we work with. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah. And so our whole thing is just kind of like Discord Records does for DC. Like, we want to document our corner of the Charlotte music scene. Like, Charlotte music scene is very diverse. There's a lot of great bands and labels. Like, this is our little crew, our homies. Yeah. You know? So my, my too. So the life from Abari. Uh, yeah. The little mini and and, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love with the little toy phone like yeah. that's yeah I, I've actually I bought that a awesome, while yeah. back yeah yeah um, that was we threw that concert at a rooftop at a bar during the height of COVID and people drove up to it and so you could hear on the record people honking their car horns after each song instead of clapping yeah. <laughs> and so that was we're just trying to document the scene and how we see it you know yeah. with four and, and, and for the uh uh again people who don't abari is this really cool it's it's a taken atari with a bar it's so the coolest it's a, place it's the coolest fucking yeah. place ever so awesome. yeah. yeah and vintage video games yeah and uh, i'm not gonna say rock music it's a lot of punk rock stuff sure. so, yeah 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 pinball is like my golf if i have a yeah, day off on yeah, tour i'm looking yeah. for a place to play pinball right, yeah. <laughs> like i love it so much so like i was so stoked when i opened and zach the owner is the coolest guy he's been really good to us yeah uh, he helped put out that vinyl um and also craft beer yes yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah mucho yeah. good beer there too yeah. <laughs> so given we just kind of are tail ending our way out of uh covid and then just kind of you know yeah spearheading into monkeypox you had the quarantine <laughs> session uh, uh releases right yes. you had the, the the original one and the covers one yeah, yeah so yeah. how did that all come about yeah so it was again like you know like early in the COVID, everybody's like terrified to leave their house still and we're just trying to think of how what we can do to be creative so we're like all right let's do everybody all the bands do a record where everybody records at home um on their own and you splice it all together and do the whole computer thing and there it is. Um, Miller High Life. <laughs> Champagne and beer. Bubbly. Full bubbly. of bubbles, yeah. I had a bunch of hummus and nuclear level hot sauce all day today. So oh, man. That's what I'm saying. I have a problem. Yo, at the Anthrax show, Hatebreed had their own hot sauce. Oh, did they really? I almost brought it just to taste oh, it. Yeah. Awesome. It was awesome. Wait, yeah. which show? Uh, Anthrax. So, oh, Hatebreed. I, I missed that. Do you remember we went to the uh, the Scotch Bonnet show? I saw uh, the hot sauce. Their, they, yes, they, yeah, they had their own hot sauce. Oh, too. oh that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a ska band from. His name was Scotch. Oh, yeah, they're great. Scotch, I love those Scotch Bonnet guys. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so we we did the first one and it like did really well, and we gave all the money to the bands, and um, and so then it was you know, you know, early on in the whole COVID thing it was like, oh, next month everything's gonna be back. Next month everything's gonna be back, and you know, went on for a year and a half. <laughs> over and over, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and we're still kind of lemming back to life here, but um, so we did a second one where we randomly assigned a band, another band from the label, and they had to cover one of their songs in their style. So we had country bands covering synth rock bands yeah. and vice versa, 
and it was it it could have been a train wreck, but it turned out awesome. Like it, we were really stoked on it. This is amazing. By oh, thank the way. you so much. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is this yeah. is our newest single. That's what I'm telling you. Like yeah. it's just everything about like it's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I'm really proud of this. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah. This, this is our newest single. I can't help but feel partly responsible. <laughs> um, yeah, it's big dinosaur junior Fugazi vibes, but no singing, you know. Which is, it's you awesome, know what? Yeah. Great for yeah. me. Like I, I, I got nothing to say. What I gotta write lyrics about, you know? <laughs> yeah. I did actually hear a good songwriter say that. I mean, it's a, it's a song that'll make you think. Yeah. It, you, you, you're well, it makes thinking, you focus. It does. Yeah. You totally. focus in. You got a lot of words in your head. Well, this is playing. This is awesome. No, yeah. I love it, man. It, it, I think it was an old school thing in like the jazz world. It's like. They would name a song something deep and say what it was about, and that wasn't weird. Right. You know, and it's like, well, this is, I can say how I felt when I wrote it, you know, like right, yeah. maybe it'll help someone else feel something, you know. Well, I mean, this is a lot like um, a friend of mine who writes music for television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac Moore. Okay. And it, you know, there's no vocals, so it's all instrumental. So, right. and it's, yeah, I love it. Oh, thanks, man. That's very kind. And so, so that's more finger. Like we're we're doing our best to like kind of document the scene, and we love throwing shows. At, we do a lot of stuff at Petro's because uh, Perry's always been the owner's been really good to us, and yeah. uh, we love doing stuff here at Tommy's as well. And then Gigantic started during COVID again. We're we're doing all this recording by proxy out of necessity, and we realized like, oh well, I guess we could kind of offer this as you know a service. Right. right. <laughs> so we start putting, we got a cool logo, my homie Rico that works for like Marvel comics and some other great, uh, current oh. companies. Yeah. He, he helped design spider Gwen. Uh, you know, Holy if, yeah, yeah. he's currently coloring she Hulk, uh, Rico Renzi is incredible. And, um, he did a cool logo for us and we're like, yeah, we got a cool logo and we're not just going to be like the little selfie picture of a, our face. Like, Hey, let me play bass on your record, right, which right. I do. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're like, what if we had a cool logo and we're a crew and you send us a demo to a click and we do everything and you end up with a finished song. And uh, that was kind of the concept. And it did. It kept the lights on during COVID. It's done really well. Which okay. So awesome. if I were a band, yeah. I send you my demo. Yeah. So what would be sort of the process? Then? So be your um, what you would call a scratch vocal and guitar or piano, whatever your basic instrument is. You send us your scratch to a metronome. Let us know what the key of the song is and what the tempo is. We would play drums, bass, guitar, synths. You kind of tell us what genre you're going for. Maybe send us some references. Sure. Um, we play everything. We send it back to you. If you're stoked on it, we send you an instrumental so you can track your final vocal too. So the, the client does have to be able to do a keeper vocal oh, take. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty dope. It literally just fucking clicked yeah. in my head. And they yeah. send that back. We mix and master it and they have a song they can put on, uh, they can go for and so we've had cats from Australia, Hong Kong, like all over the country, the world hitting us up for this. It's been so cool, man. Like meeting cool people. Like today I tracked four songs and it was like a pop punk Christmas song, like a Taylor Swift influence pop song, Dude, <laughs> like, I, I love uh, like a, a metal song. Don't. And, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's really cool. Every day it's kind of like all over the place genre wise. So day in, day out, day in, day out, like this is your life. Like yeah. this is not like. You, this is what you do yeah. day in your waking life. All I want to do is be on stage every day just because I'm a fish in water uh, in that situation. I just love playing live. I mean, and, but when I, I equally love being in the studio and collaborating with people and uh, being creative with other cool musicians and meeting other musicians. So Gigantic's been really great for that as well. Like, right. It's some really great friendships. Out you of ever, it. you ever have anyone send you a, like a full composition, like, here, this I want a track of this. Yes, like I want awesome. you to replicate this. Yeah, and sometimes that sucks because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I mean, you already have it. I mean, I guess we'll just do a. So they, they I mean, they it. wrote the music. We want you to lay the track on it. Yes, and awesome. it's like, like this is the bass I want. This is the drums I want. This is the guitar. Yeah. So that's an easy day at the office, but sometimes it's like this, uh, this is kind of yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say, for, you have no artistic. Yeah, yeah. It's a little more of a Input challenge to it. Yeah. But, you know, like we average five to 10 clients a month with that. And I would say only 1% of them have been like kind of stinkers. You know, like it's kind of constantly like, whoa, this song's awesome. You know, <laughs> like so it's been, it's been really cool. And it's been a good creative exercise to you to like be able to play every genre, <laughs> you know, the trap of a hat. Yeah. You Do know? I hear Link Ray in the background? 
Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do now. Yeah. <laughs> So if, if 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 a local musician or somebody needs to find mm-hmm. you, where, where, where can you find both uh, the record labels and, and, and what's yeah. coming up for you guys? Well, we have fourfingerrecords.com, um, which links to all of our bands in our merch store. Um, Gigantic Recording Co. on Instagram. Uh, one of them has a podcast. Uh, so Four Finger Records, Four Finger we, we did it very regularly pre-COVID, uh, but since it's been spotty. But we do do a podcast occasionally where we just play. We interviewed a Charlotte band and played some Charlotte music, that, yeah. um, which is kind of, again, our whole thing. Um, but then Thousand Dollar Movies on Bandcamp and all the streaming, and we're on the socials, and I'm Jeremy Radio on that as well, so you can follow all my assorted projects. So what's your next show? Uh, we are here at Tommy's to it, yeah. uh, October 28th with It's Snakes, uh, which I'm very excited about. They're a great local band. And, uh, with who? Uh, it's Snakes. Oh yeah, I yeah. love them. I actually have a couple of their albums. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, so yeah. we're uh, we're playing here at Tommy's Pub with them on October 28th. Uh, I'm on tour all of September with John Mark McMillan. That's a Friday night, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. Halloween yeah. weekend. So yeah. I'm trying to get everybody to do corpse paint so we can look like a death metal band and play shoegaze. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if it happens. Uh, so we do, we'll be on Tommy's, then Amanda's, and then. Whatever hell else happens that weekend, I'm yeah. on call that weekend. So I, I, I gotta squish my my on call, man. Yeah, there's, yeah, it. there's no way I can be on call that weekend. Uh, yeah, man. We did our new record uh, last week, and so hopefully it might not be out by then. But I'm thinking maybe late November we'll do a CD release show, probably at Petra's uh, yeah. tape release, doing cassette tapes um, for that. So, uh, but yeah, so far, right as of today, what's on the calendar is uh, Tommy's 1028. All right. All right, cool. Okay, that's awesome, man. Thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate oh, yeah, it. This yeah. was a fucking badassery. You're, you fit right in. Yeah. Like, I, I'm thinking, I'm you not, be, you're out of a job. Yeah, man. It's, fuck <laughs> you, I, man. I'll be back anytime. I, I can talk about no, Scar or Skate Punk. <laughs> we need a Cliff Clavin, though, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, oh, can yeah, you yeah. do a Cliff Clavin moment? Yeah. I, can, I can do that. Uh-oh. 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 That, that's a challenge. Right, man. Yeah. So, a Cliff Clavin um, moment ooh, every episode. Oh, just with the, with the fun facts, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do that. So, um, this Wednesday night, I'm going to finally go see uh, Jack White. Yes, uh, I've been waiting to see him forever, man. Uh, he's always cost an arm and a leg to go yeah. see. But I bought them like that twenty five dollar weekend back in May. Oh shit! So yeah, I mean I'm I'm going by myself. Okay. Just yeah, because I can go with you. Hey, you can go. No. You can pay some money. Yeah, and I'm not. <laughs> Are you guys gonna see the Chili Peppers next week? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That will be a no. You know what though. Javier and I both agree on this. There are they are fantastic live. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I do not like the Red Hot Chili Peppers at no, all, but no. I will see them live. But any live, day they yeah. put on a great show. That, yeah. That's why. That's the same. That's how I feel. That's why I'm going I saw them at Bonnaroo in 20, 2012. Oh, yeah. I, I lost my yeah. wallet while I was seeing oh, them. No. So I was like, ah, oh, great show. Shit, lost yeah. my so, <laughs> Jeremy, any shows you're going up to see other than your own, obviously? Yeah. Um, we do want you to, like, you know, suck yourself. But <laughs> not that hard. Yeah, it's been, uh, I went to a bunch this summer. I feel like coming up, I'm getting into tour season. So it's a little, I am I am going to see the Chili Peppers next week. I'm, really <laughs> I'm a bass player. I got to go pay my respects to Flea. That, that is true. That is true. Bobby was a flip tip. <laughs> um, but uh, man, I saw um, saw so many great shows. I saw Negative Approach this summer, which was amazing. Uh, they opened for uh, uh, Circle Jerks, yes. But then they played in Charlotte too at Snug. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I sweet talked my way into that one after it was sold Damn. out. <laughs> uh, that was probably my favorite recent show I've seen. Aren't um, the uh, Strokes open for the Strokes are opening? Oh, my, I love the Strokes. I love the Strokes. Yeah, Thundercat, uh, Bass Guy. Yeah, he's opening. Yeah. But yeah, no, this summer I got to uh, open for my hero Mike Watt and get to see him play again, which was awesome. I missed that show. It oh, was at Snug Harbor, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he crashed at my house that night, oh. and if I could have a drink with a living or dead musician, it would be Mike Watt. Yeah. And we stayed up talk- talking till five a.m. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, oh, wow. One quick funny story because I don't know how long you guys want to go here, but yeah, we, we're good. We're good. <laughs> he walked in the house, so we played the gig, and they're like, "Yeah, we're couch surfing." I was like, "Bro, I got a clean house. We're ten minutes down the road." You know, and so um, he walked in and immediately stripped to his underwear. 
Oh, <laughs> and I was like, that's me. And uh, he's like, where am I setting up my air mattress? I'm like, oh, we're over here. Because he, he yells in this gruff voice, like no volume control, which for me is saying a lot because I'm a loud person. And uh, so I'm like, hey, did you want to take a shower or something, man? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, give me a minute. And so I get the other guys set up and um, I walk into the living room and he drops his underwear to the floor. And he says, radio, show me how that shower works. <laughs> and I take him down the hallway and show him the shower. <laughs> and he comes out in some, like, Hello Kitty pajamas, which was really also her. Oh, wait. I, uh, I, I own uh, I'm going to pass out. Hold on. That's funny. And so I was like, man, I was just starting to get to hang out my hero. I didn't expect uh, to see him naked. That's <laughs> uh, a win-win. <laughs> Was he a uh, grower or shower? Uh, he was a shower. <laughs> <laughs> it was very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> they say uh, never meet your heroes, but yeah. mine was awesome, and I got to see his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> it's a great. He's a great guest at a house. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Mike right. well, that in is, your house. Oh, yeah. That is all we had for you tonight. Yeah. Okay. We have to tag Mike Watt in this fucking yeah. first time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he might not like that story. <laughs> He's like, hell yeah, I'm not going to fucking show her. <laughs> I did get to go on his podcast uh, a few weeks ago, though. It was really, yeah, 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 it's so yeah. cool to talk to him again, man. He's been really kind. He actually, the new $1,000 movie record that's coming out soon, I asked him if he would say the name of the record and with his awesome deep voice. And I'd start the whole record that way. And he said yes. And so he gave me a little voice memo. So oh, that's, the only vocals, see, that's awesome. The only vocals on the new Thousand Dollar Movie record are from Mike Watt, who is my hero. So I'm very, it's very kind that's of awesome. him. He's really see, guy. So that show you did was like a jazz show, though, right? Yeah, they're kind of instrumental, avant garde jazz called uh, Missive, MSSB. And uh, it was so cool, man. Like, it, it was I, saw, I saw it advertised. But I couldn't go back and refine it again. So, oh, so yeah. I didn't know when they were playing again. I right. was like, I, I don't care what he's playing. I don't want to be in a house so, where yeah, Mike yeah. Watts playing. Yeah. I just want to see him do anything. I was just like yeah. jaw on the floor the whole show. It was really cool. Like they they, they have a record out, um, MSSB. Um, it, it's so good. It, but it's really cool avant garde stuff, and uh, it was really cool to get to play with them at Snug. I guess it's over, man. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got, we got a minute nine. We got a minute nine. We got a minute nine left, yeah. Uh, yeah you I, know, the, this is so moving, though, man. This is some you, good, man. good, good music. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Well, so, it's, a, it's a challenge to try to convey emotion without lyrics sometimes. It is. And you know? you know what? I think my wife would really love this because I get in her, in her car which is what the car I'm driving tonight. Thank you, babe, for letting me drive your car tonight. Yeah. Uh, this is what's normally what's playing okay. in your car. So, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I think uh, I think I'll turn my wife on to you. Yeah, man. yeah, I check mean, it not, out. Not <laughs> physically. <laughs> Actually, if you want her, she's here. So I, mean, you know. yeah. <laughs> I will share. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, there you go. Is that you? There you Dude. go. All right. Oh, oh no, he just got you down. <laughs> it's sorry, right, man. It's over. One of these. One of these. We talk. Okay. There yeah, you there are. I am. There we go. So, so Brody just went out the door, which yep. means that is the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, so, oh, wait, pause that. There you go. Oh God! We don't hey, have the license. It's for good. That. Our host knows, knows how to use this yeah. shit. Uh, All right. So I mean, again, I, this is a very professionally produced podcast yep. thank you for joining us <laughs> i'm happy to be here this is a blast <laughs> but that was great thank you um again i i, I believe in charlotte music yeah I, again i've been here for so long that i've seen this scene go up and down yeah and, um i'm always for it i'm always yep. you know and one of the reasons why we um chose uh uh, uh, Tommy's to be our, our home base for this podcast is because we know how passionate and how uh, how crucial Jamie and, and and Tommy's has been to the oh, local yeah. music scene, right? Yeah. Along with the Muse, along with Dreamont, along yeah. with the Double Door, along with, but like I think that Tommy's doesn't get enough of sort of that 
piece of the pie. I agree. Of, I agree. Of, 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 you know, why this scene <laughs> is the way it yeah. is. And I think, uh, uh, you know, Jamie is a huge part of Big it. And, and before that, uh, Jim Mack, you know, rest in yeah. yep. peace. Is, uh, it, it was part of it. And, 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 and yeah, I think the reason why we're here, I think the reason why we now know you and the reason why we know a lot of people is yeah. because Tommy's is the glue to that. I agree. Fucking re- reminiscent sort of thing that was Charlotte. At Absolutely. One point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's the only way to have a healthy scene is places like Thomas. Right. You know, and I agree. You got to have the, the 50 cap and the 100 cap and the 200 cap so you right. can, so bands, so a band could do their first show here and 10 people come and it's not a bust. Right. You know, like that's so important to a music scene. So, yeah. yeah so, no, I'm, I'm a big, big fan of Tommy's. And yeah, yeah. thanks. Thank y'all so much for having me. It was awesome. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night. Adios. A huge shout out to our gracious host, Tommy's Pub. Located at 3124 East Wade Drive, Tommy's Pub is a small neighborhood bar that's big on music and community. Go to Tommy's Pub's Facebook page where they regularly provide updates about upcoming events to include weekly open mic night, karaoke, and live music from some of the best up-and-coming bands in the Queen City. Thank you, Tommy's Pub, for hosting PM Vibes Podcast. We have a lot of interesting episodes coming up about music's most interesting topics. But we want to hear from you and what episodes you'd like to hear. If you have an idea for anything we should talk about, email us at mvisepodcast at gmail.com. This episode was produced by BWM Productions and researched by Eric, Amanda, and Javier. If you like our podcast, please help us by rating and reviewing us on your favorite listening platform. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at mvisepodcast. Come on and join in the conversation.